In this episode of Behind the Bull, we talk about what went wrong against the UNLV Rebels, what we should do to prepare for Saturday's game against San Diego State, and an update on our Mountain West predictions. Okay, so Wednesday's game, it was a hard one to watch. Uh, we played against, you know, in front of a 40% filled Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas, you know, against a team that last season we handled comfortably. Uh, basically, we fell apart. Um, after losing our only lead uh, in the first five minutes of the game, we never regained a lead, and, you know, we ended up losing the game. Raiders 70, Aggies 53. Uh, so, Jackson, my question for you is, you know, is this game a fluke, or does it raise some serious concerns about the rest of the season? You know, I was thinking about this a lot since the game because I'm not going to lie, it was a shock to me. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting to get blown out by UNLV. Um, but compared to last year, how we got blown out by Nevada kind of at this point of the season. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to go with kind of a fluke. And I'm kind of shocked myself saying that because we played so bad. Uh, but I'm going to go fluke just because I think Coach Smith can help regain some of the confidence in the team and build it back together. We did play bad. I mean, I saw the numbers, 15 turnovers. We only had eight assists a team. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't pretty. But I think because we weren't playing at the Spectrum, first game of the year, I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe the we weren't well-rested. I mean, it, it could be a common thing. I don't know. We were a lot of games before that as well, Eastern Oregon too. So I think – I honestly feel like it was a fluke in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we were outperformed on every statistic. Uh, if, if you go – check Bleacher Report and check kind of the game recap. Um, You know, we're outdone on absolutely everything besides free throw percentage. Uh, The biggest flag for concern for me was rebounds. Um, We were outdone 39 to 26 and assists. We only had eight team assists. Um, However, there was a a silver lining. There were a few silver linings. Um, Justin Bean logged another another double-double, 17 points and 11 rebounds. And the team shot 80% from the line. Um, So... What can the Aggies do to succeed on Saturday? Should we kind of cool off shooting and focus more on, you know, Justin Bean and his inside game? Because that was the only thing that was working, that was working for us yeah, was exactly. that in free throws. So should we cool off shooting, or do you think it was just kind of a weird shooting night for us? I don't know. We had we had other nights this season where we shot, you know, one or two. We made one or two threes out of 20 tries. So I honestly feel like we need to rebound better. That's for starters. And then I think the biggest thing is just making sure we can not have Sam get super isolated. I think we got to spread our offense a little better. Sam was just constantly – he had, like, no spacing the whole game. And when Sam – I saw that Sam had, like, six points midway through the second half. I knew something was terribly wrong. So I think the biggest thing is better spacing, and we just – we take smarter shots. I think we're just jacking up threes when we're down by 15. We need to throw it to – pitch it to Alonzo, pitch it to – or Alfonso, pitch it to Alfonso and Bean Moore, and not just jack up threes when we need to. Mm-hmm. So. so, what do you think? Will what do you think? Sakita spreading out more. Do you think you know? According to Jim, uh, sorry, John Rothstein at CBS Sports, Kata's injury status. It was upgraded to a game time decision last time. Do you think he's the key? Um, you know, obviously he didn't play, um, but that is a good sign that he could put in some minutes on Saturday. Um, San Diego State. They do play with kind of a smaller line. Uh, they they use kind of a similar lineup that we use without Kata. It's kind of that 
Um, they have a guy, Nathan Mensa. He's a 6'10 forward. They use him as like a stretch five. I mean, he's a forward with quotes around forward. 6'10, that's more like a center. <laughs> more like, um, yeah. But do you think having a center, if Kata can put in some minutes on Saturday, do you think that will be able to kind of spread the floor like you're saying? I mean, Kata's only averaging like five rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. mistake in the past he's only been in like three or four games this season yeah but that could make that could be a difference if the game is close with uh with san diego tomorrow i think the biggest thing is i think spreading it nimi's gonna be big but making sure we can move the ball around able needs to take smart shots and yeah if if sam can make 20 points tomorrow and nimi comes in and grabs mm-hmm. six or seven boards yeah it'll be a way different story compared to what we had against unlv yeah, I mean, I feel like I didn't see – I mean, we, we shot – our shooting percentage was 11% from three, 30%, 33% overall. Um, I feel like we weren't – I feel like we were just hucking threes, like you were saying, when we were down. Yeah, we just – I didn't see shoot. a lot of mid-range shots. Um, I'm going to pull up Sam's box score numbers right now. Um, but – so do you think that, you know, getting Sam smarter shots – um, moving him inside, I, you know, I feel like I just didn't see much of an effort. He was trying to kind of do his thing where he goes in and draws fouls, and he was making free throws. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know Justin Bean was doing the same thing. That's kind of, that's kind of our go-to when we're down. Is is Sam will draw offensive fouls, yeah, and then he'll draw inside fouls and get to the free throw, and then just you know he's automatic from the line. Get from there, yeah. Yeah, um, but you know, as far as keys for Saturday goes. Um, for me, I think a big key is Brock Miller. Okay. You know, I was looking at some of his stats, and I thought it would be a little bit more of a dramatic drop from last season as far as shooting percentage goes. It's actually pretty close to last season. He was shooting about the same. But I think I think we just have such a high expectation of Brock this season based off last season that we want him to just progress like he did. And shoot 45%. Yeah, and shoot yeah. like 45%. So do you think that it's guys like him, you know, in my opinion, I think on Saturday – He's got to hit shots. Him and Abel need to hit shots. Oh, they need to hit down the stretch. No, I agree. I, I think we expect a lot from Brock. Um, I think sometimes he's kind of like, oh, don't shoot it. But he can get hot. So I, I mm-hmm. don't think some of the Aggie fans, I hate to call him out, but they just need to relax sometimes okay. in terms of like how he makes yeah, and how he goes hot and cold. I think we need to play similar to how he played Florida, which was kind of a mix of mid-range as well. I mean, Justin Bean and Brito had a lot of those shots as well, but I think Brito needs to come alive. I think he's some of the secret sauce mm-hmm. in addition to Kata. Yeah. To previous question. If Kata gets, you know, eight or nine points, grabs five or six boards, and then Brito comes alive against tomorrow's um, San Diego, mm-hmm. I think we have a better shot. Okay. Because Brito played great against Florida, and I was looking at some yeah. of the film. Great defense, great three. Like, if he can play like that, we have a really good shot. Yeah. I mean, he he was Brito was definitely trying against UNLV. He took ten shots. He did. made he made one one for ten. That's the miss right missed three threes, but I mean Sam missed four threes. Brock missed six threes. Yeah. Uh, Porter missed two threes. He didn't make any. Um, Fonzo missed two threes. So, yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I think looking at kind of who's healthy right now, I think it would be really nice for people to kind of take some of the pressure off of. Sam, it seems like he's still kind of recovering. Is that kind of what you saw? Yeah, he's not as quick. Yeah, I mean, he had he had like a little ankle injury, and so I think that can definitely hurt. Of course, your quickness, right. your lateral quickness on the court. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Sam's doing a lot, but 
it's our offensive rebounds, kind of like you brought up, Connor, when we played against UNLV. I mean, they got 13 offensive boards. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. UNLV had won six games this season. Yeah. And they were playing like they were a 30 or 20, I know. A 20 I know. win team. Yeah. I mean, they weren't playing like UNLV like we saw in yeah. the previous season. So I think offensive boards, we space better. Mm-hmm. And if Kata can... I don't. I don't want Kata to go crazy because I, I don't want him. I want him to be healthy because he's right, still recovering. Right. But if he can grab five or six boards and get ten points, we have a good shot. That's the difference. Yeah. Right there. That's the difference between you know being down by five at halftime or being yeah. tied. Yeah. So. so so what do you think is, uh, you know, because obviously the spectrum is going to help us out a bunch on Saturday tomorrow. What do you think the turnout's going to look like? In terms of like the student section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just fans in general. I think a lot of alumni are going to come. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was out of town. I was in Texas for the previous home game during the break when we played uh, Oregon or Eastern mm-hmm. Oregon. But from what I was told, it was packed in terms of alumni. Yeah. So I think a lot of alumni will come, and it's a ranked opponent. It's the one of the best teams in the country right now. Yeah. So they have a lot of reason to go. I think students, it will be. I think it will be okay. Okay. Because it's a few days before the break, I don't think it will nearly be as loud as some of the other previous games mm-hmm. we've had this season. But I think uh, the athletics has actually done a pretty good job marketing it. Okay. Making sure it's well attended. I'm, yeah. I'm going. So it's going to be Yeah, I've, I've noticed the same. I mean, it's it's kind of that weird students are coming back into school. It's so a few days before, so it's yeah. like iffy. Right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident about it um, just based off of the stakes of the game. Um, so let's talk about the Mountain West for a little while, for okay. a little bit. So, uh, you know, we were the clear favorites to win. We were voted unanimously to win the Mountain West, the beginning, you know, in the preseason. Uh, a few teams have kind of been surprisingly impressive mm-hmm. um the mountain west currently how it's kind of shaken out um for in-conference play you know we have teams like san diego state nevada unlv and new mexico are all ahead of us for in-conference play right now um so how important is this in-conference stretch that we have for the next few months before the ncaa tournament and, and how will these other i mean do you see it as a good thing that other Mountain West teams are playing well to kind of prepare us for the tournament, mm-hmm. or do you think it's a bad thing because it could, you know, we could have more losses like UNLV? I mean, definitely one thing I've noticed, the Mountain West has gone a lot better this year. Yeah. I felt like the only two teams were us and Nevada last year. Absolutely. Like the, like the clear, yeah. like clear cut, like, yeah. and I, it was no doubt in my mind. But this year, seeing New Mexico play out of this, San Diego, Nevada's if in the A. Yeah, right. But... I don't know. I, I am more unsure about how the Mountain West is going to turn up, especially mm-hmm. after seeing UNLV game. But also New Mexico, who was playing great, lost to San Jose State. Yeah. Which was in the lost San Jose San Jose State by like three in over. And they're the last they're in last place right now in yeah. in the Mountain West. So it just kind of shows like is New Mexico overrated? Because yeah. I feel like they should have killed them. But then for us, we should have beat UNLV as well. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's kind of like, is San Diego State going to win it? Right now, yeah. I think we're in like second place, maybe mm-hmm. third. <laughs> okay. If I were to kind of like, who, how would we end up, how we're playing right now, Yeah. I think we'll end up second in the Mountain West. If you okay. were to say right now, snapshot right now, we're second in the Mountain West. But tomorrow, if we beat San Diego State, I think that momentum can kind of pull us, like you're saying, yeah. this last conference stretch. Okay. Until uh, February. Okay. So so, do, so you're saying, if you were to say Mountain West Championship Tournament prediction, so not like finishing record, but in Vegas, Thomas and Mack Center, yeah. the tournament again, how do you see that shaking out? Do you see us taking it, taking the championship again? Who do you see coming on top? Right now, I don't. Okay. So that's, that's pretty blunt, but I, I just haven't seen... And it's the injuries, honestly. I, I don't feel like our team is playing terrible. I mean, we still have a good record. We've only yeah. had... 
what three losses mm-hmm. and so we've we've beaten lsu we did great in jamaica like we've we've had a great season so far yeah and so i i just with kada kind of getting injured merrill's not as quick but bean's playing great like it's hard to kind of say i think tomorrow i'll have a better idea but right now i don't see us winning the mountain west uh, what are your thoughts yeah, I kind of agree. I think, I mean, San Diego played so well in the Mountain West tournament last year. Oh yeah, beating Nevada. I mean, that I I watched the last ten minutes of that game because it was right before our game. Right. And that was an incredible game. San Diego State. I mean, they really are. I'm glad that they're getting the recognition right now that they deserve. I I still think they deserve more. They really are an incredible program. Yeah. I see them winning. I see us going against them. I still think we can stand over teams like Nevada and New Mexico. I mean, obviously UNLV right? Um, with the chip on our shoulder and everything. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of how I see it shaking out. Uh, okay, so that'll do it for today's episode. Don't forget to either show up to the game or tune in on Saturday against San Diego State, 8 p.m. in the Spectrum. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Behind the Bull. And until next week, go Aggies. Go Aggies. Be there tomorrow.